0: Welcome to Mr. Cack and Me. I'm Chris Cagle, your host, Mr. Cack, and I am joined today, today's special guest. I don't have, like, I I refer to the Rage You Nerd stuff as nerddom. Uh, Today, my special friend, my guest, my colleague is my brother, Jared, uh, who actually does work and help with me on the other podcast I do, Rage You Nerds. Um, And Jared as i do with first time guests which everyone so far has been a first time guest uh (laughs) is i ask you just like tell us tell us a little bit about yourself and why as an audience we should care about your existence
1: well so um i've been been co-hosting rage you nerds here now coming (laughs) up on a year that's been a lot of fun so a little bit about me um Obviously, me and Mister Cack are brothers, born and raised in the same hometown. I'm still there; he escaped. Um, I uh, love music. I love nerd things. I'm a big horror movie fan. I also love uh, uh, my bourbon from time to time, and a couple beers. Uh, but no, with me, it's pretty simple. So, if you watch Rage You Nerds, the other guy that we have on TJ, me and TJ have been in and out of bands probably, you know, from when I graduated high school in 2002 till. Uh, 2014. So on and off in a bunch of different bands. I love music. Uh, love playing any instrument I can get my hand on. But uh, I also love uh, nerdy things and horror movies. And that's that's I think what actually started the whole "Rage You Nerds" with me is I I did a 31 days of Halloween thing on Facebook, and uh, Mr. Cag here was like, hey you want to come on the show? And I was like, yeah, sure. That'll be fun. Um, so here we are. So I, there's not much to me. I'm pretty straight and narrow. Uh, I, I, I I like my beard. I've been working on my beard for a while. You do have a glorious beard. <laughs> I've been working hard on this one. No. So, uh, you know, I, I, Hey, and I, I love you probably seen me once or twice. I think I've done the sports show once or twice. I do love sports too, more specifically football. I'm a big football fan. Uh, NCAA and college. Not a big baseball fan, uh, and uh, or excuse me, a basketball fan. Pretty good baseball fan, um, especially now that the Hogs are doing what they're doing. So uh, I do like sport. I'm kind of the total package in a way. It's, if only I was prettier, I might be married too. I love so I kind of I kind of love it all. I love music. I love sports. I love nerdy things. I love horror movies, and and I love you, brother. I love Aww. you too. Aww. I love you too. <laughs>
0: and while you might not be married you have an adorable
1: son who is my nephew out there in
0: the world grant and he is and he,
1: and that's why i'm trying to be somewhat quiet right now because he is gone to bed for the evening and it's going to be a fun it's going to be a fun weekend coming up actually because his mom has to go to oklahoma city for some, uh, banquet. And then my mom and my aunt are going to be going to Wichita. So I'm actually going to get the weekend with the little booger and, uh, I'm trying to find some fun things to do. His name is Grant. And, uh, I don't think we've ever had him on the show. He's popped up before we've hit the stream before. Um, yeah. but yeah, he's, he's, I don't think he's ever, we'll have to bring him on sometime. If I have him on a Friday night, just for five minutes and get his take on, a. Uh, see, see what he thought about uh, the new uh, Marvel movie. And by the way, uh, that's the thing. I, I mentioned I'm nerdy. I say this all the time on our podcast. I'm still trying to get the Marvel bug, and I just haven't got it yet. So <laughs> it, yeah. it, it, it comes with the territory I decided, listen, Jared, you're going to have to watch some Marvel movies if you want to be part of this Rage You Nerds thing. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's I'm going to bite the bullet, and I'm going to watch some of them, and, and uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. We got a couple years between us, but... Uh, of course, remember fond times growing up and whatnot. We've always been kind of nerdy Ghostbusters, I guess is our is our sort of favorite thing. And then right next to that, I remember Power Rangers. I mean, you had a glove, you had a r- Red Rangers glove that would like whew, when you close the fist, and I was yeah, like, I like need a, one of those.
0: <laughs> had like a little button somewhere, yeah, like the yeah like the thumb <laughs> joint. So about our childhood, I was going to ask a question like, do you remember? And it sounds like you do remember, but I remember like. That's what it was, man. We just go out or like go through your house and we'd be, all right, now we're acting out like aliens or predators or ghostbusters or power yeah. rangers. Like, that was pretty much all my childhood uh, was, is just me remembering, oh, yeah, I basically just acted out episodes. And I'm sorry for everyone that I coerced into it. It may not have been what you <laughs> wanted, but like, that's all I remember. I did that shit. Like, I did, I did, sorry, I did that crap. I did that crap by myself, too, man. Like, Back at the house, I would just be, like, out in the backyard. I said this to, I forget if it was Ricky or Jared, but I told one of them, I was like, yeah, I was just acting out Band of Brothers episodes with an unloaded rifle out in the backyard pretending like I was shooting down Nazis. Um, But, yeah, no, I've always had that bug. Uh, I'm just glad
1: that you were able to support me in my my youthful <laughs> endeavors. <clears throat> I remember one time. So, a little background story, me and me and Mr. Cack, we have the same father but not the same mother. We and, are legitimately uh, brothers are legitimately from a- brothers. another mother. Brothers <laughs> from another mother. That's right. Um so, uh, growing up for me it was uh, the the early years I remember, you know, we didn't get together during uh, during the summer munch. But I I remember getting to see my other brothers and sister on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Those are always the two big things. But then as we got a little bit older, our parents would work together and we would go over to each other's houses. And I – because you guys had that – rock, I don't remember too much about what I would call the first house because I know dads lived in a lot of places. The one before you moved – uh, to the to one with the steep driveway. Um, I don't remember too much about the other house other than having some birthday parties there and whatnot. But I remember that big, long rock driveway growing up. And uh, we, we would play in the woods out there because there was a shed. And, you know, I, I don't think Dad got it <laughs> why we wanted to go outside and swing swords at each other. But one of the things I do remember... And it, yeah, and yet, to, yes, it was very much like I was kind of a free spirit. I, you can you can't tell from watching the podcast because I'm kind of like the let's stick to the script. Here's the script. We're gonna talk about this. I have notation, and these are the notes of the show. When I was a kid, it wasn't like that. I was like, let's just have fun. And Kak was actually the one who was like, no, this is the episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is the one where April gets kidnapped by the Foot Kang. You're Raphael, whoever. What doesn't matter. I'm Leonardo. And we're going to go save her. And I'd have to try to, you know, at 10 years old, remember that episode and go, okay, um, all right, I, I'm just going to follow him. <laughs> oh, no, it, it, for sure, I had scripts in my mind.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> again, alone, I would still act out entire episodes I created for Power Rangers. Uh, There's some, uh, there something weird. Like, I don't know why I didn't get into, like, screenplay writing or something. Yeah. Maybe I should have done that. But, like, most heard- of my youth was... All right, Christopher. Today, I'm going to pretend that I'm acting out an entire episode of a plot-driven story from Power Rangers that I've completely fabricated <laughs> in my mind, have not written down anywhere. Just re- okay, made I, it did, all up. Right I did. I did this. I did this
1: yesterday. So today, we'll progress the episode. <laughs> you know, and an- another thing, I remember because I, I remember Power Rangers. Um, which we were getting a little bit older right there. So that's I'm, – I'm thinking Power Rangers 92 through 95-ish year or so. So I'm in fifth grade. You're in second or third grade probably around then, right? There's there's a certain age frame where, like, grade school doesn't make sense in my mind
0: as to, like, right. what, what age I was at any point in any of that. It's just, like, none of that makes
1: sense. Fourth grade, I was how old? Like, and that doesn't yeah. seem right. Well – well, see, I, I, well, I got lucky though, because like my, because I was born in 83, when I started school, everything seemed to line up. So like 91 was first grade, 92 was second grade, 93 mm. was third grade, and so on and so on. Um, so that's how, that's probably the only way that I can ever remember it. I was like 94. Oh yeah. Fourth grade. But I, I don't remember power. I, I do remember us playing power Rangers, but I don't remember them as much as Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters. And one of the things too, so Way back in the day, before they changed the name to Chuck E. Cheese, the place used to be called Showbiz Pizza, and I hated that mouse. But I remember (laughs) it was a birthday party or something we had went to Showbiz Pizza. Like all the other kids are running around, they want to throw the balls and they want to do this. And and the thing with me and Chris was like we went straight to the Ninja Turtles arcade game, (coughs) picked our people, and. Fun ensued. <laughs> that arcade game was by far the best arcade yeah, it was game. was sick. Oh, it was so sick. I found one a couple of years ago. Um, I think they sell them. They made a version. Walmart made a version that you yeah. could buy. It was like yes. 100 bucks, And I almost bought it. And I should have. But no, TJ, uh, the other Reggie Nerds podcaster, he bought an old... Um, Oh gosh, what was it? It was a Sega, but it had some old school games, and we Sega. We, we were able to go through and play the old Ninja Turtles game with them walking mm. down the hallway and the yep. damn drones coming out and and oh gosh, it just that's what it made me think of the time at Showbiz Pizza. It's like me and my brother, you know, killing the foot. <laughs> yeah. I I spent a lot of hours
0: on that game. Either in the Nintendo variant or in
1: an arcade variant, like yeah. the actual arcade arcade version. There there comes a there comes a point like when me and TJ played it this last time. It's like I don't ever remember making it as far. as oh, we did. no, like, we, we always oh, died. Oh god, no. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it did not. You
0: not progress very far. Yeah, and and then when I got older and learned cheat codes, I was able to progress further. But it's so hard. Like some of those final boss fights, it's almost impossible. Like, right. Shredder and Krang are just beating the crap. Shredder's got, like, illusionary clones, but they're actual real, and you have to fight them. Like, it's an onslaught. Nintendo used to make games damn near impossible.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, because they thought that's what gamers wanted. Like, they thought that's what gamers wanted. Like, Zelda, apparently, like, you had to be (laughs) gifted... And talented to pass let's that make, thing. Let's make this so that you cannot beat it. <laughs> yeah, apparently at one point in time, like video game, the video game world was just like, you know what our fans really want? Things that will frustrate them. <laughs> let's make it so they can't save their progress yeah, and exactly. they have one life, and if they die, they must restart from
1: the full beginning. <laughs> I believe that's what our people want. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep in mind, too, you know, your very first even even back to ataris a lot of these games are japanese where they have a serious code of kind of honor and kind of it's kind of like well should we make this game what do you get at the end oh it's the most beautiful prize how do we get to the end you don't (laughs) (laughs) because you have no honor <laughs> yep, you, you failed. You failed as a member of this society. No, but I've done all this and I've accomplished all these goals. Still, you have dishonored your, you know, just, <laughs> your family. Yeah, I your, don't know. F- what your is. family's been dismissed from this. No, no, no disrespect to any Japanese people, but I mean, if you know a Japanese person, you know anything about Japanese culture or history. It's very honor based, and it it shows in their games, their early games. It's like just they when just I mean just trying to design two Italian guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was a weird
0: weird concept game, you know? Yeah, it was. Super Mario <laughs> Brothers, kind of weird. All right, yeah. so they're, they're people, but they're fighting turtles and mushrooms. Uh-huh, yeah. Also, yeah. they're plumbers, and yep. there's pipes that shoot them around everywhere. Right. I'm in- beginning to think that maybe people don't understand what plumbers did back in <laughs> the <laughs> 80s.
1: <laughs> What's a plumber? Well, he, he goes and kills mushrooms after he drives he down fights a pipe.
0: A- He fights a dragon monster in a castle that's abducted a princess. Of course.
1: I mean, yeah. What else would a plumber do? Well, he could fix my toilet. No, 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 no. no. But let's give him a wrench. (laughs) Just in case. And fireballs. He needs fireballs. fireballs. He eats – he eats – I got it, guys. I got it, guys. He eats this flower that is, like, pulsating, and when he does – it changes his clothes, and he's able to throw fireballs at you. And then somebody in the room had to go, I like it. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, it was it was like the 70s, 80s, so cocaine was a hell of a Coca- drug. Cocaine. 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 Um, so you said that you are a lover of the music and that you had been in a band or some bands. So mm. I, I remember, I know, like, I vividly remember drums, so I've always associated you with drums. Yeah. But yeah. you also play guitar and
1: you were vocals. Was there any other instrument that you played, or, or is that it? Well, so I've – and by the way, I'd like to I'd like to point out that I started playing music. I, I've never had a music class. I've never gone to music. I was I've about been... to say – that was going to be like a follow-up
0: question. It's like up until <laughs> like that point in my life when, <laughs> when it was the first one, when it was Cradle Scythe. Cradle Scythe was the original name that I remember. Was there a name
1: before that? Well, I mean, oh, there's a lot of names, man. Uh, so it, while still in high school, um, me, TJ, and a couple other guys got together, and we we wanted to call ourselves something, but we couldn't do it. There a bunch of members came and went, kind of like you know, kind of like what well, kind of like after high school, and keeping a band together. So I mean, we. I, I, to go with the nerd stuff, I mentioned I like music and I like all this other stuff. One of the things I also love is science and chemistry. And so we just I – mean at, at one point in my junior year in high school, we were absolutely obsessed with a band named Silver Nitrate, A-G-N-O-3. And uh, so I draw it on everything. And then one time my senior year, this kid, Zach, he drew a picture of a gopher sticking its tongue out, and he called it Gopher Purge. And I was like, "That's our band name, Gopher Purge. <laughs> and 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 I I took it so much so seriously, you know, that it's this is a rage you nerd slash Mister Cack and me you first cut this out, but like it's on my arm. Well, I'll be. I mean, that is very much a gopher. That's the gopher. So yeah, uh, that's how I. Cause, and the reason I got that <clears throat> is because I told myself whatever I do in my life, musically related. That little gopher in my arm is kind of what started the thing. But yes, uh, I actually started out playing guitar. And wasn't very good at it because everybody wanted to play guitar. But I've I've always had a natural rhythmic kind of sense. I feel how songs flow. And again, I've not, I've not had any formal music training. I, up until a year ago, could not read sheet music. And I still can't very good. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um... Uh, now I'm kind of getting more involved with theory and stuff like that. But starting out, it was just like whatever I heard. <clears throat> and one of the bands that really did that for me was Metallica. When I, the the very first time I heard Inner Sandman, you know, the intro to Inner Sandman, I was like, "Drums, ooh, drums, yeah, yeah." And it did. It really kind of started before that. Because, uh, and I know I'll get made fun of this, but I was a big Def Leppard fan growing up, and I just loved Rick Allen and the fact that it's like, this guy can still play drums, and he's only got one effing arm, and he still (laughs) kills it, you know? And so there's a picture of me. I I wish I could find it because I had an old, it was a play drum set. But I tucked my arm inside my sleeve and was trying to play, you know, one-armed. And I remember at some point when I was doing this, and the only reason I remember this is because my mom or my aunt or somebody was like, you can't do that. And my nose itched. And so I stuck my arm out from under my shirt and scratched my nose, <laughs> my non-playing arm. Um, but no, the drums thing really started way back, you know, with Def Leppard. And uh, it progressed where I was like, hey, I want to play guitar because we had an old acoustic guitar of mom's that ended up breaking. And then I bought a, 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 an Explorer at a pawn shop. An Explorer is a really weird shaped guitar. We might be glad you explained, because I legitimately went to. <clears throat> I had a Ford Explorer. Yeah. Well, so th- this is a great thing about doing it, doing this, and then uh, we can we can add in post a picture of a Gibson Explorer. Now I didn't have a Gibson; I had what I'm going to put a Ford though. Explorer. I'm going to let you know right now. If this if this makes <laughs> it to the promo Explorer. stage, <laughs> it's going to just be a Ford Explorer. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, it, well, if you're a Metallica fan, an Explorer is what James Hetfield, the lead singer and uh, rhythm guitarist of Metallica, uh, plays uh, through. Well, he played through. He plays a lot now, but he played uh, played a lot of this through the '90s, through Inner Sam and stuff like that. And I found one at TR's one day, man. TR's used to be a pawn shop in town. Now it's a barbecue joint. And TR uh, McNutt. TR McNutt. And uh, I saw this thing, and they wanted hundred bucks for it. Now, back in two, back in. This would have been nineteen. Oh gosh, nineteen ninety nine. A hundred bucks back in nineteen ninety nine to a sixteen year old was like it might have. It should have been twelve thousand dollars today. And I remember I had to beg my grandma on my mom's side to like <laughs> loan me these hundred dollars so I could go get this red guitar. And the first thing I did is started putting stickers from Pizza Hut all over it. Of course, as you I, should, you know. And I, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I ended up giving it to another guitar player or sold it, or we traded it for something. Because that's what musicians do, by the way. Musicians, if you know a musician, and you are a musician, you don't ever buy anything from that musician. You're like, hey, I've got one of these, and I'm looking for one of these. And they go, hmm, I might have one. I'll give you that if you give me this. There's a whole bar. Musicians don't buy stuff. And they don't buy stuff from each other. <laughs> we barter. It's like, hey, so I don't really need this uh, drum beat pad thing, MIDI control, XYZ, blah, 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 blah. But I am looking for. Two mic stands and a couple XLR cables and maybe a condenser mic. And that guy goes, wait a minute, I have exactly that and I need one of those pedals. And you just swap and go on your way. <laughs> so- the secret <laughs> art of the bartering yeah. world That's right. That's how musicians. musicians do it. And any musician <laughs> that tells you otherwise is lying to your face. They're just trying to up their bartering Me and, <laughs> Me and TJ still do that to this day. And it doesn't have to be musical stuff. Like, we'll stop somewhere and I'm like, hey, you want a drink? Yeah, sure. Give me a Pepsi, and I'll get him a Pepsi. And he's like, "What? Oh, yeah." I'm like, "Ah, just buy me a Red Bull later. <laughs> don't worry about it." <laughs> so,
0: I, so I do appreciate friendships like that. Yeah, because because I I don't know, like giving money to someone always feels weird. But like if you bought me dinner one time, I'll buy you dinner next time. Like that feels right.
1: Right. Yeah. And I because I,
0: think- I, I just something about like. All right, you spent $13, you fat ass. Now you owe me. I'm like, no, let's just, uh, I get something to eat, and I try to keep it, you know, within reason because I'm a good friend, and you buy something on my dime within reason because we're good friends, and this isn't a work engagement, and no one's getting reimbursed. Right. Like, just, yeah. Me and Reno, that's pretty much mine and Reno's relationship. It's like, all right, we're going to watch a movie. Who's buying tickets?
1: I am. All right, I'll buy the meal before we go into the movie. There you <laughs> go. There you go. It's all about helping each other out. But no, the drums kind of n- – nobody wanted to play drums. Everybody wanted to play guitar. And I, like I said, I felt this – it was it was in a, a – well, Miss Suit. Do you remember Miss Suit? Yeah. So her son Jesse, he uh, he invited me and TJ went over, over one day. And uh, he wanted to take a break slash smoke some marijuana because <laughs> Not the dope. Nobody, nobody knew they smoked marijuana. Uh, well, you know, so you know. true. Ozark So true. If so you know true. you know um so well and while he was gone there was just this drum set sitting there and tj had just learned a little bit of metallica sad but true and he's like man i wish you'd hurry up because i want to play this i'm like i think i can do it so the very first song i ever played officially on drums was sad but true by metallica i didn't know a damn thing about drums i didn't know the difference between a crash cymbal and ride cymbal what your hi-hats were toms versus you know i didn't know any of that but from that first moment i was like I like this. I get to hit things and it sounds <laughs> like things that I like. So I was a drummer for the long time. And uh, what ended up actually, and I, I will, I, I probably haven't played drums in long enough where I can actually say that I'm a better guitarist than a drummer now at this point in life. But what got me to stop was like we couldn't find a rhythm guitarist or anyone to sing because TJ didn't want to do it. We couldn't keep a singer. The guy we had went off to film school in Vancouver and now lives back in Fort Smith. And, uh, but I had been, so what would happen is like, I would, I would write a lot of our guitar stuff, not all of it. You know, TJ stuck with a lot of leads, but like if I had a riff and I lyrics and I'd write it down, I'd show TJ and be like, Hey, the riff goes like this. Here's a, you know, what do you think? Okay, cool. So I'd show TJ how to play it. TJ start playing it. Then I'd hop behind the drums and, and, and that's how we would write songs. And so, so I was, ne- I was always kind of playing guitar while I was playing drums. I was a much better drummer than I was a guitar player. Now, just because I haven't, I-, I ended up selling the acoustic kit to a good friend. I got an e-kit, electronic kit, which is, it's not the same. I still like to work out on it from time to time. But I started focusing on guitar because I'd moved into that role. Now, I'm definitely a, a way better guitar player than I am a drummer as far as physical ability. Now, up here, it's all drums. <laughs> it's all drums. I'm I'm thinking drums first. Drums, that the, not just drums, but rhythmically speaking, if I'm trying to write something or trying to get something together, the first thing I hear is the rhythmic section, is how the song needs to be put together. No, it doesn't matter about the riff. It doesn't matter about the vocals. Everything has to do with where's that rhythm line, what are the drums supposed to sound like? And if I hear what the drums can sound like, then I can write around that or hear around that. There's been a lot of times where – you know grant my son he he doesn't like he likes metallica but he doesn't like a lot of uh other rock music he's 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 kind of on his other two brothers they like some hip-hop and stuff like that so whenever i pick him up from his mom's or drop him off you know he, he wants to listen to the radio and though i try to get him to you know listen to more metallica and even some def Leppard and some poison like poison too um he's like I'll be flipping through channels sometimes because I'm one of those old school people who still use a stereo in their car, uh, radio frequencies, you know, stuff that comes in over your antenna, not that you can just put on your phone and stuff. What a and, witch. Uh, You're, yeah, a witch. <laughs> You're a witch. Yeah, I know. You're a witch. So uh, some R&B station comes on, and there's this kind of, I don't know, R&B thing, hip-hop kind of thing. He's like, no, Dad, I like that one. Turn it back. I'm like, Ugh. So I turn it back, and then I the only way I can get through it is I go, okay, what would I do if I was playing drums during this song? No, (laughs) And I just in my head some hip hop thing, and I'm listening. I'm like, all right, I do this, and Mm. I and I'll play. You know, of course, on my steering wheel all the time. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, that's that's a little bit about Jared musically. You know, I I I probably sound smarter than I actually am.
0: (laughs) Um, That's a that's a
1: gift though, Jared. That is a Kegel Kegel man
0: gift is uh. Yeah, we can we can we can doll up who we are with some of our words. <laughs> That's right. It don't, don't change the rest of the package, but man, nope. Nope. we can we can lay some pretty smart shit out there in uh in
1: verbal format. I will I will throw it out there, and if you believe me, that's on you. If you don't fact check it, <laughs> we
0: are just like grifters that aren't actually taking anything away from you, other than your perception of us. We're just grifting you out of uh, the impression of us yeah, is all exactly. we
1: do. It's all it's all good. It's all good.